persons attempting to find a motive in this narrative will be prosecuted. Persons attempting to find a moral in it will be banished. Persons attempting to find a plot in it will be shot by order of the author. Kill the people. Sounds all right. Who do you figure on highway in first? 
I've got secret news from my spies that a whole parcel of Spanish merchants and rich Arabs with 200 elephants and 600 camels. Elephants and camels? Wow. I'd sure like to see them. They'll be in camp in Cape Holler tomorrow afternoon. Now, wait a minute, Tom Sawyer. That's a Sunday school picnic going to be in Cape Holler tomorrow, and you know it. It'll just look like a Sunday school picnic. It's really Arab. It's all done by enchantment. If you'd read that book, Don Quixote, you'd know all about it. Tom, don't you get mad now. But I judge all that stuff is one of your book guys. Maybe you believe in them Arabs and elephants. But I'm going back to my room. New clothes, Huck? Pop, how'd you get in my room? Think you're a big bug, don't you? Maybe. Now, don't give me no lip. I'll take you down a peg before I'm through. Getting educated, ain't you? Read, write, too. Answer. Yeah. Who told you you could meddle with that foolishness, eh? Who told you? The widow. She told me. Uh, the widow, eh? I'll learn her to meddle. And looky now, you dropped that school here. You were putting on airs, letting on to be better than your father. You hear, Huck? Yes, Pat. I ain't the man to stand it. Now, let me hear you read. Here, take up this book. Well, General Washington made his headquarters three miles. <gasps> you can do it. Look at that, a bed and a looking glass and a carpet. And your own father got to sleep with the hogs and the tanniers. They say you're rich. Got money. Have you, hey? I ain't got it. That's a lie. Judge Thatcher's got it, and you're going to get it for your old father, or I'll take him to law. Now, come on with me. But the way to see... Ah. You were coming when your pap says so? Are you, hey? Yes, Pap picked me up river in a skiff across her cabin on the young man's shore. He spent the time getting drunk and licking me with a cow-eyed strop. He got right handy with a hipster, too, and I was all over well. He locked me in for three days running, then came back drunker than ever. Call this the government? That's what I said. Just look at it. Pat, look up to the shore. Here's the law taking a man's own son away from him. His own son, after I had all expense to raise him. And me, what should be the richest man in town. That's what I told him. Me lying in the mud in the gutter. Huck, this jug's empty. You've been stealing my liquor. You've drunk it all, Pat. There, you see? Call that government when a man can't even keep a full jug? You stay here, boy. Here, I'm going to town for whiskey. And I'm cutting a three-inch hickory on the way back. I'll learn a boy to say he's better than his pap. When I get back, I'm going to see what color your backbone is. You hear? Pat was so drunk he forgot to lock the door. And I wasn't going to wait for him to come back. I loaded up a just canoe we'd hauled in. And I took Pat's gun and shot me a wild pig. Bled him all over the cabin floor. 
Bloodied up the axe good. Stuck some of my hairs on it. I reckon they'd figure robbers got me and dumped me in the Mississippi. And that'd be the end. Then I cut for the canoe. Shoved out any risk. Island. It was gray dawn by now. There was freckled places on the ground where light had sifted down through the leaves. A couple of squirrels sat on a limb and jabbered at me friendly. I jumped though when I smelled smoke. Somebody had a campfire going on Jackson's Island. I went cross and slow. But not slow enough. I stepped on a twig that cracked like a rifle. Who's there? Jim? That's the widow Douglas' Jim? Hook? Is that Hulk's head here? What are you doing out roaming? I ran away from Pappy, Jim. He's about going to finish me. I fixed it so it looked like robbers got me. No. Say, that's even better than Tom Sawyer could have done. Hey, what are you doing on Jackson's Island? Well, maybe I'd better not tell. Why, Jim? Mm, there's reason. You wouldn't tell on me, would you, Hook? You promise? Sure, Jim, I promise. All right. I run off. Jim, how come you do a thing like that? Well, old Widow Douglas, she said she'd never sell me off down to New Orleans. But I heard her tell Miss Watson she'd have gone for $800. And I didn't wait to hear no more. I lit out for the river. And I come over to the island. You won't tell, will you, Huck? I said I wouldn't. Old Jim can help you, Huck. There now. See them birds? That's a sign it's going to rain. You'd best find a cave on the island. It's going to rain powerful. Very soon it began to run, rain fearful. But the birds were right. Rain for about a week. The river was rising fast. All sorts of things began to pile up on the island. We fished out a big piece of raft. Figured we could use it. Once even a house came sailing down and grounded on a snack. Tim looked inside and came out with some old clothes he found. I put on a calico gown and sun on it. Allowed I'd paddle over the Elmore shore and find out what was up. girl, and what might your name be? Sarah Williams from Oakville, ma'am. I'm going to my uncle in Dorothy. Well, that's a considerable way. You better stay here and rest a while. Here, take off your bonnet. Oh, uh, no. Uh, I reckon I'll be going out soon. Okay. I ain't afraid of the dark, but I do hear there was a, a murder in here. That's right. A boy named Huxin. Some think his father done it himself. No. Is that so? Old Finn come near to getting lynched, but nobody could find him. But now, folks judge it was done by a runaway slave named Jim. There's a $300 reward. My husband's going to look for him as soon as he gets back from town. Somebody saw smoke on Jackson's Island. Jackson? Now, here, honey, wind this yarn around your hands like a good girl. Yes, ma'am. And your husband going over the island? 
be wet upriver to borrow another gun. What'd you say your name was, honey? Mary Williams. Thought you said it was Sarah when you come in.
He means to cave off the turn, or Huck. Them pilots don't care about no rats. Tell us, Jack, what? It ain't no use, Huck. Caves run over, just for devilment. Hey, you! Bridgewater. 
I'm a nation sorry for you. But you ain't the only one been snaked wrongfully out of a high place. Hmm? I, too, have the secret of my birth. No, look at there. Look, spilled water. And I trust you. To the very death. I am the late dolphin. The what? The disappeared dolphin. Louis the Seventeenth, son of Louis the Sixteenth and Mary Antoinette, the rightful king of France. At your age? And I would consider it a kindness if you would address me as your majesty. And naturally, that is, of course, I cannot stoop to mean your labor. Glory, Huck. Ain't it grand to have honest or goodness royalty on the raft? Well, Your Majesty, we got to rehearse some more, and we got to figure out some encore. 
sir. Well, what's that, course, Billswater? Never mind, Dawson. I've got one for you that'll just set the town right back on its ear. Tonight, Majesty, the play's the thing. the courthouse, stuck out the bills. Wasn't much of a town, though. The streets was mostly mud. There ain't been any paint on the houses since Columbus's time. The men stood around leaning on something and whittling. They spent most of their time bowing tobacco. Like this. Give me a chore of tobacco, man. Hey, you got but one left. Lend me one, Hank. I'll give my last to... Uh... Ben Thompson. You give him one? When you pay me back all the chores, I'll give you ready. Did pay you back once. Huh? Barry store the back in. Gove back homegrown. What's that? Well, somebody's hitting dogs in a cow. Come on. Let's go see. Hey, here comes old Boggs in from the country for his monthly drunk. <laughs> Wonder who he's going to chaw up this time. Oh, he never hurts nobody. He's the best natured fool in Arkansas, drunk or sober. <laughs> Got a jug in each hand. <laughs> I'm a ring tail alligator and a live on Barbie. <laughs> And the price of coffins is quite a ride. Who are you after this time, Boggs? Well, we all out one at a time. <laughs> but I'm going to get that not to open your mouth against me. I don't care. I'm a mean, tough grizzly, and I ain't so... Bard, stand back. Now, wait a minute, Colonel. You you don't want... Now, wait. You ain't gonna shoot. He killed him. Uh, old Bob's never done no harm. He's murdered. We'd ought to get Sherman. And I got another barrel of that shotgun. Yeah. The idea you're lynching anybody. If any real lynching's going to be done, it'll be done in proper southern fashion. You'll come at night and bring your mask and plenty of liquor for quick courage. Now get out before I let go of the other barrel. <laughs> Broke apart and went every which way. A colonel either shoulder's old shotgun marched away. They don't 
down, I see two little children playing balls in the colonel, shooting each other down. Everybody said they'd done it perfect and gave them pennies. That's the kind of town it was. That night we had our show. They finished Romeo, and the Duke made an announcement. And now, for an encore, Mr. Keene will perform the soliloquy from Hamlet. The what? From Carter Ham. Now, sit down and laugh. Over Oh, not too big. That is the question. Hell, Barnum, would you come to Donzevain? But that's the fear of something after that. Murder the innocent slave. But soft you, the pedophilia. <laughs> Oh, not thy ponderous and marble ghost. What get thee to an honorary? Not bad for a one-night stand, eh, Majesty? Mm. Now, shall we return to our boudoir and sample this here imperial nectar? Well, a jug. Now you're talking, Billswater. Give me here. Yeah, Jim? Don't it surprise you the way these kings carry on? No, I reckon it's in the breed. But, Huck, these kings aren't on regular uh, rascals. That's what they is. That's what I'm saying. They always mostly... Take old Henry VIII. I ought to see him when he was in bloom. What did he do? He used to marry a new wife every day and chop her head off in the morning. Oh, we. And he'd do it just as indifferent as if he were or no. Fetch up near Gwyn, he'd say. Next morning, wham! Compared to them old time kings, aren't there a bunch of lambs? I guess kings are kings. Like to see a pipe, Jim? Oh. Thank you, Huck. You know, I was thinking, huh? I was feeling real bad. Why, Jim? Well, it reminded me of the time I treat my little Elizabeth to Andre. She was only about four years old, and she took scarlet fever. Then one day she's better. And she's just standing there, and I said, shut the door. And she never done it. Just stood there, kind of smiling. I said it again, mighty loud. Shut that door. But she never paid me no mind. Then I fetched her a slap side the head. But she just stand there. Just then, long come the wind and slammed the door behind her. Kablam! And she never moved. My breath almost hot right out of me. Then that door slammed again. And she don't never budge. Huck, I just bust out crying. And I said, the Lord God Almighty, forgive poor old Jim, because he's never going to forgive himself as long as he lives. Huck, that little child, she was plumb deaf. And I'd been treating her so. And now I ain't never going to see Elizabeth again. But maybe, Huck, maybe I'll buy her free. That's what I'll do. I'll buy her free.
down south now. We begin to come on some trees of Spanish moss, hanging down like long gray beards. A king and a duke are plumb out of money again. Finally, one town they tried selling fortune, but they near got tarred and feathered. Next town after that, they sent me up to buy a jug. When I got back, there wasn't nobody on the raft. Then the king of the duke. You, uh, looking for somebody, Sonny? Yeah, then you seen a, a slave somewhere about, big fella? Well, sir, they, uh... They, uh, they're called a runaway. No. A runaway? Yeah, down to Silas Phelps' place. They're holding him for the reward. You looking for him? Uh, nobody got hurt, did they? I mean, when they caught him. No. Two hundred dollars reward for him, though. <laughs> like picking money out in the road. Sure is. Wish I had it. Who nailed him, mister? An old fella. Strange. Yeah. <clears throat> Sold his chance in the reward for forty dollars. Because he can't wait. Has to go up river. An old fella, huh, mister? Yeah, old goat with whiskers. That's right, son. Had a handbill with his slave's picture on it and all. Sold him for forty dollars. <laughs> Boy, if it was me, you'd bet I'd take that whole 200. Yes, sir. It's like picking money out from the road. I sat up there watching the river, thinking till I wore my head sore. After all this long journey, them scoundrels had the heart to make him a slave again. And all for 40 dirty dollars. I thought maybe I should write the widow where Jim was, so he could be with friends anyway. Then I thought he'd get around and help Jim help the slave to get his freedom. I couldn't stand that. Then I got to thinking about our trip down river. And Jim saying I was the only friend he had left in the whole world. I figured I might as well be good and wicked. And for a starter, I'd steal Jim out of slavery again. I started over to Phelps, where the fellow said they had Jim. I was all still and Sunday-like. When I got there, the dooryard was empty. And off in the slave cabin, I heard a spinning wheel humming, waiting along up and sinking down again. And I wished I was dead. But that's the lonesomest sound in the world. Then suddenly the dog is piling out of the house. Here you go. Oh, down, 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 Here for a couple of days or more. Where's your baggage? Down to the steamboat landing? Um, I, I lost it when the boat went aground. Boy, that's too bad, but I reckon we can fix you up. Oh, here we are running on, and you, you ain't told us a word about the family up the river. And now you just sit down and tell me everything. Just all about it. Every last thing you can think of. Uh, well, the cat got your tongue, boy? I know. 
<laughs> Why, son, you're standing like you don't know your own name. Well, I will. From what I heard, I never thought I'd see the day when I'd hear stuttering and lollygagging from Tom Sawyer. Well, Matt. Tom Sawyer. <laughs> through the floor. So that's who they took me for. And I told them more about my family. I mean, the Sawyer family, than could have happened in a million years. Then I said to myself, suppose real Tom comes down the steamboat landing and sings out my name before I can throw my wings to keep me quiet. Well, I was all in a sweat, so I told the folks I had to go down and mail a letter. And there, coming up in the wharf, sure enough, I met Tom. Hawk, well, I ain't never done you no harm. What do you want to come back and haunt me for? I ain't come back. I ain't been gone. Honest Indian, you ain't a ghost? Honest Indian, looky here. Weren't you even murdered at all? Nah, I played on it. Now, we're in that a grand adventure. Yes, sir. What are you doing down here, Huck? You won't tell nobody, Tom. There's a slave here. I'm a trying to steal out of slavery. Huck. His name's Jim. Oh, with a Douglas is Jim. What? Why, Jim is... Hmm. I know what you'll say. It's really low-down business. But I don't care. I'm low-down and... Well, all I want you to do is not let on. Will you, Tom? Huck, I'll help you steal him. No. You tell me where he is. Well, here's your Uncle Silas's place. And that's another thing. I don't know what we're going to do... But they think I am Tom. Well, what is this? But never you mind, Huck. I'll tell them I'm my own brother. Sid, that's me. When it comes to adventures, you just leave everything to me. Look here, Huck. I bet I know where Jim is. No. Where? You leave everything to me, Huck. You meet me down by the ass hopper after dark, and we'll get started. Huck, Huck, I might hear Tom. Look at that old cabin, will you? A fortress waiting to be stormed. Too bad there's no moat. Looks like a rickety old shed to me. Hey. That window's only got one board nailed across. That's big enough for him to crawl out of. I could hope we could find a more complicated way than that. We'll have to dig him out. What? Don't are you crazy? You could pull that board off in the window with one hand. If that ain't just like you, Huck Finn. Think you never had no books at all? Who ever heard of getting a prisoner loose in an old maybe way like that? All right, all right, Tom. And don't take on. He'll dig him out. You know, there ought to be a watchman to drug. And a saw to cut off Jim's tongue. Tom, you know right well that that thing's only around the bedpost. Now we've got to do is lift the bed. Nope, we got to do it right. Saw the bed, swallow the starter so no one can tell, and when you're ready, one kick and off you go. But I'll need a rope ladder, Huck. Tom, how you talk? What in the nation would you do with a rope ladder? Well, uh... 
I ain't figured that out yet, but he's got to have one. It's in all the books. Well, I figured Tom knew what he was doing. It didn't make sense to me, though. But he kept it talking about the man in the iron mask and Casanova and another book folks. So I just done what he told me to and kept shot. He gave me a list of stuff to get, though. Well, he called it borrowing, because that's what Pap called it. But Tom said it wasn't borrowing, it was stealing. Don't you know that, Huck? All state political prisoners steal the stuff to escape with. But Jim ain't no political prisoner. He's nothing but a runaway slave. You hush up, Huck. We gotta get the stuff in the gym. I'll just rip the board off of that window. Hold on. Didn't I say we gotta dig in? It's regulation. Well, all right, if you say so. Get your case knife out, Huck, and start. Case knife? Since Wayne ain't it pick and shovel good enough to dig out a runaway slave. There ain't no other way I read her but case knife, and we gotta do it that way. It may take years and years. Years? Sure. Why, one of them prisoners in the shadow deep in Marseille. Why, it took him 38 years to escape. And he came out in China. But Jim don't know anybody in China. Neither did the other fellow. Huck, why do you keep wandering off the main point? Well, I don't know about them books, Tom. But I'll tell you, Jim's too old to be dug out there with case knives. He just won't last. down in New Orleans that Jim was supposed to run off from. Of course, there weren't none. Then he began to talk about advertising Jim in the papers. My blood ran cold. Finally, I got time to agree to finish out the plan that night. But Tom, he added one more fancy touch. He wrote an anonymous letter to Uncle Silas, warning him that someone was trying to run off Jim. So, when we came to get the captive loose, claims we didn't get the warmest reception ever seen. <laughs> get up a plan what's more mixed up. Ain't that so, Tom? Oh, oh, what's the matter, Tom? You hurt, honey? Nothing much. I only got a bullet in my leg. Here, let me see. We got to stop that bleeding, Huck. We've done it. An elegant escape. Just as like as nothing at all. Oh, that leg don't look so good to me, Tom. Well, Huck, Weird look to me. If it was Tom being shot free, and old Jim had been shot, Tom would say, we got to get him a doctor. Never mind about me. That's Tom Sawyer. And that's just what Jim's want to say. 
if I've got to be a slave the rest of my life. We're going to get Tom a doctor. Tom argued that Kim and I was firm. We pulled him in the raft and towed him over to where we could find a doctor. Tom sent me off to scout around before the doctor came. And what did I do but to bump right into Uncle Silas? Shotgun and all. Of course, I lied to him to get out of it, but they took me off home and I didn't know what happened or anything. Till next morning when a wagon drove up to the door with a crowd of men around it. Oh, Lord, what happened to you, boy? Hey, Dr. Olden, what's wrong with you? Hi there, Miss Phelps. Youngster seems to run into a bullet. Oh, no. Yeah, hey, easy, ma'am. Easy. It's all right now. Well, no, Aunt Sally. I just limp a little. And I brought you back that runaway slave. Yeah, we'll tie him up right this time. Why, well, I ought to take the life to Nah, just hold on. He's all right. Well, he could have got away, but he stayed on to bring the boy to me. So he's like a doctor. He was hiding in the bush. The minute I said I need help somewhere, out he come and he was risking his freedom for that. Well, what I can't figure out is who left all them crazy notes and that rope ladder and the rest of that truck. This slave must have had an army helping him. Why, no, Uncle Silas. We set the runaway slaves free. Tom and me. Good land. Are you crazy, boy? We've done it. And we've done elegant right out of the book, didn't we, Tom? Well, yes, and we did. Mercy sake. No, I never. Well, anyway, you're safe. We better set him up again and tie him good. Come on, you. Yes, sir. Goodbye, Hook. Tom? Hold on. You ain't got no right to shut up, Jim. He ain't no slave. He's as free as any creature walks this earth. What? Sure. Widow Douglas died two months ago and left Jim free in her will. If she said she was ashamed, she said she'd tell him down river. Why, he's as free as you are. Th- then why on earth did you work the crazy hard to set him loose? That's just like a woman. For the adventure of it, that's what. Adventure? Why, land's mercy. Silas, if this boy didn't have a bullet, huh? I'd have you turn the hide right off in him. Adventure? Huh. I don't know, Tom. Don't sound so good to me. I ain't got the money to buy the outfit. I figure Pat drunk it all up by now anyway. No, Hook. He ain't coming back no more. What do you mean, Jim? You remember that house was floating down the river? And there was a man in covered up? And I didn't let you in? Well, Hook, the dead man in that house that was your best. Well, now I guess there ain't nothing more to tell about. And I'm rotten glad of it. If I'd known there was so much trouble, I wouldn't have tackled it. But I reckon I'll have to light out for engine territory. I'll pour the rest of them. Because Aunt Sally says she's going to adopt me and civilize me. And I can't stand that. 
I've been there before. 